This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 16, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Ali Saleh Kala Almari sat for years in a military brig in South Carolina, the only domestically detained enemy combatant. The Bush administration used Almari to test a legal theory aimed at keeping suspected terrorists in military prisons indefinitely. The Obama administration has reversed that policy and has moved Almari into civilian courts. But what will stop future presidents from reversing the policy again? Nothing, says David Ritgers, a legal policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Cato co-authored an amicus brief at the Supreme Court supporting Almari's challenge to his military detention. Almari is a uh, foreign national. He was an exchange student at Bradley University, and he was picked up by the FBI right after 9-11. The FBI investigated him and discovered uh, significant evidence that he was involved with al-Qaeda and uh, and was ready to prosecute him on that evidence. The Bush administration then decided to uh, dismiss or ask for the charges to be dismissed with prejudice, meaning that they could not be refiled in the future, and moved him into military detention uh, at a naval brig in Charleston, South Carolina. To take the most cynical possible view of why the Bush administration did what it did, we want to take this person out of civilian hands into a military system and make it virtually impossible to uh, bring him to justice outside of a military system? Well, he would just remain in detention. This is creating this legal cul-de-sac where we can have military detention domestically within the United States, captured in the United States, held in the United States, uh, which is not something uh, that a lot of civil libertarians are a fan of, to put that lightly. Uh, and the reason that they picked Almari is just as you would pick a sympathetic plaintiff to use to sue to overturn a law, uh, if you want to keep a law in effect or policy in effect, you would look for an unsympathetic defendant. And Almari is as unsympathetic as you can get. Uh, the uh, hearsay declaration, uh, the rap declaration filed by an intelligence official uh, states that uh, he met with senior membership of, of al-Qaeda uh, in Afghanistan and was told to get into the country by September 10th of 2001 or to forget about executing his plan. Uh, they cracked uh, email conversations between, uh, the, between al-Mari and uh, Hasawi who was an al-Qaeda financier, uh, cracked the code in uh, in those messages, uh, and on his laptop he had a more than casual interest in poisons uh, in terms of files and, and data. Uh, so uh, he, he's, he is the, the test case to keep this, this policy open. The Supreme Court uh, uh, granted uh, certiorari to his uh, appeal. The Fourth Circuit... Uh, Court of Appeals had said that he could continue to be held as an enemy combatant, but remanded on some more thorough process, finding him an enemy combatant. Uh, the Supreme Court then took the case, signaling, I, I think, to most observers of the court that they were going to invalidate the practice of domestic detention by the military. What in the Supreme Court's recent history indicates to you that it will go this direction? Well, with the Boumediene decision in 2008, we saw that the writ of habeas corpus was extended or at least affirmed to extend to Guantanamo Bay. There was a lot of argument about whether it reached Guantanamo Bay, but I'm quite certain that the writ of habeas corpus uh, reaches South Carolina.
So I think that, uh, that the, the taking this case was a signal that the court was going to invalidate this policy. Since then, the Obama administration said that they were reviewing the policy and then subsequently decided to move him back into civilian court, and they are now filing fresh charges and planning to prosecute him in a federal court. Where does the Obama administration stand otherwise on the issue of detentions with regard to the previous Bush policies? Well, a comprehensive policy review is still forthcoming, but his nominees in their confirmation hearing said that uh, military detention overseas can and and will continue. Uh, And and that is a position that's in keeping with the traditions of the law of land warfare. There's currently pending a handful of detainees uh, appeal to a district court in uh, the District of Columbia challenging their detention and, and these are not what I would consider battlefield captures. These are what I would call intelligence captures, uh, that they were taken into custody in some other country based on intelligence, and not because they were running around uh, with a rifle in the middle of a gunfight. And those cases are the harder cases, and I think those are the ones that will be the focus of court decisions in the future. David Ritgers is a legal policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read Cato's brief in support of Al-Mari's challenge to his military detention at Cato.org.